Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. <laughs> Hi, you're Mistress Mia. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and I'm Master John. Yes. Damn, you forgot your name. Yes. yes. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking, hum. Hi, welcome to Mistress Mia's Dungeon. <laughs> I'm your host, Master John. And here with me today <laughs> is the one, the only... That smart ass bitch, <laughs> Mistress Mia. <laughs> there you go. All you don't right. have to remember your name. I'll remember it for you. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know, I've been going that for that name for so long. You would think it was just second nature to me at this point. You just. I wasn't thinking that, though. You just had though. a brain fart. You just started I, talking, and then just. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, huh? What am I going to call John this time? <laughs> Is he like the blue shirt wearing? Is he like <laughs> the pierce, the tattoo, the flame broiling? I don't know what to call you. The today. flaming. <laughs> flame broiling. Yes. Flame broil. Whopper. <laughs> you all whopper. <laughs> Whop you. All right, John. Okay. Okay. So this article, oh, it was this put is a out. Good one. It's a great one. It was put out by tabootoys.com. C. Resi wrote it, uh, and it is called "Weird Sexual Trivia: Over 200 Strange and Obscure Sex Facts." Ooh. And it's got a cute little picture with this guy reading in bed next to his blow-up doll, who's reading a book as well. Yeah. <laughs> She looks so cute with her eyes closed and her mouth wide open. She does. It's how you like your women. Yeah. Yeah, just lay there, open your mouth, so Master John can fuck your face. Here we go. Pretty much. Think you know everything (laughs) about sex, John? There's always more to discover. Here, we've compiled over 200 odd sexual facts that may change the way you look on... Look at... Look, excuse me. I really fucked that up. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Over 200 (laughs) odd sexual facts that may change the way you look at getting it on. Getting it on. Jeez Louise. Now, this is appropriate for you. This is the next uh, topic there, John. The the first little intro. Ready? Yeah. You you say it. All right. (laughs) Hey, y'all. All All that jizz. (laughs) John likes to talk jizz. He likes to talk talk about his jizz. All right, let's learn about jizz. Sex facts about jizz. I love that word. It's almost as good as splooge. (laughs) All right, slut. Go ahead. It takes a a sperm one hour to swim seven inches. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. No wonder it takes me so long to cop. I have a seven-inch cock. It takes an hour for the sperm to come out. I don't think that's the case. Do you think it's once they enter a vagina or, in your case, a flashlight? <laughs> I mean, that poor thing, once it hits that flashlight that inside. Sorry, <laughs> sperm. like, whoa, where am I? <laughs> and you know mine are retarded. <laughs> Which way do I go? What do I do now? <laughs> I'm sure your children would really disapprove of that statement. <laughs> this doesn't look like a mouth. <laughs> Where are the teeth? 
Read the rest. Oh my god. Um, (sighs) The average ejaculation contains about 15 million retarded ass sperms. (laughs) Oh my god, bless. Okay. You know how many mine? Zero. Zero sperms. (laughs) My little guys never made it. No, they didn't. No. Okay. Okay. Sperm can live inside the body for up to five days, but die quickly when outside the body. See? Okay. I'm saving my sperm's lives by jizzing in their mouths. Okay. Good to know. Okay. The more sperm in the jacket, the sharper the taste will be. Oh. So, if it's tastes like sharp cheddar and real tangy, they have extra sperms in there for you. Wow. All right. Nasty tasting little fuckers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. A man's hydration levels will impact whether his semen is thin and slippery or thick and gooey. You talk about this all the time. I do. Oh my god, yeah. Drink the water, dude. All right. I and that's what I said. That was the reason. Yeah. So we get them where they're just like dry heaving these clots of fucking clumped sperm. It's like, Tuh. It's like <laughs> did you spit on the floor or did that come out of your penis? What? Thick and goopy. Yes. I like goopy. Goopy. Goopy jizz. It is. <laughs> It looks like that's a- gonna be my poor name, <sighs> Goopy Jizz. Gomer <laughs> Pile, oh Goopy Jizz. God, we're never gonna get through this day. Okay, we're not. This is gonna Cel- be forever. <laughs> Celery Five and pineapple is said to soften the taste of semen, but there is no scientifically sound way for men to change the taste or smell. Hmm. Mm. Right. <laughs> Actual amount of semen per ejaculation. One to two teaspoons. We've said that before. When you said yeah. you made somebody save it for a month and then put it on a cereal. I was like, that's a lot of that's a lot of jizz. That's a lot of jizz, yeah. Wow. <clears throat> According yeah. to the Earth Save Foundation, the sperm count of the average American male is down thirty percent from thirty years ago. Yeah. Wow. I would attribute to the uh, nasty shit in our food. True. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. Your favorite movie. Yes, my favorite movie. It's the title. Animal House. Woo! Uh, upon losing battles, apes will tend to masturbate. <laughs> well, that's appropriate. <laughs> that's what humans do, too. Yes, they do. I didn't fuck that guy up at the bar. Let me choke my You fight with teeth. your girlfriend. She pisses you off. You go home and you beat off. <laughs> Man, I wish I had a bottle of lotion so I could make that sound of beating it off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like that, John. There you go. Female kangaroos have three vaginas. What the fuck? John, you would be so lucky if you were a kangaroo. What kind of gangbang is that? (laughs) Three vaginas and a booty hole. Wow. And a pouch. (laughs) And a mouth. So four fucking holes. You and can you imagine? It. She they've got those long back legs. She could ride the shit out of you. Yeah, she could get on and just bounce. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> fucking kangaroos. Wow. We just talked about in the last episode. Australia. Yes, they're freaky. <laughs> and so are their kangaroos. That's why they're vaginas. freaky. They. Okay. Wow. Male they, bats have the highest rate of homosexuality of any mammal. Wow. That's exciting. Let's get it on. (laughs) I love it. Is it because they're blind or do they just like it? (laughs) Blind as a bat. (laughs) They're blind. 
I can't tell a difference. <laughs> Damn. Your just like, is I found a hole. I found a hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, are you male or female? Your voice is a little high pitched. <laughs> Wow, porpoises enjoy group sex. Now that I knew. (laughs) I did too. Yes. I like porpoises. I write. Okay. Uh, Monkeys, or Roos Mackays, experience orgasm with much of the same physiological response as humans. You know who else does? Turtles. Have you ever watched a turtle have sex and it makes that little noise? Oh, yeah. Okay, if you all could have seen John's face during that time, it's like so surreal. Oh, God. I can't even look at him anymore. (laughs) Okay, hamsters can have sex 70 times, oh, 75 times a day. Don't forget those last five. That's impressive. Wow. Fucking hamsters. Hamsters. Holy shit. There are some strong you know what? They've been trying to do medical research on how to make humans better. You know, you know like Spider-Man. You get better by sure. Spider-Man, you get superhuman strength. They just found the secret for multiple male orgasms. Yes, they did. Splice our genes with hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. All right. What? <laughs> I'm going to need to drink a lot more water. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, once the male antichinus... Do you want to try that one? It's an Australian marsupial. Anchinus? I don't know. Anchinus, maybe. It's a marsupial, though. Reaches sexual maturity. It will have sex until it dies. Hmm. So, I mean, it's just continual, not stop, and then it starves to death because it won't take a break to eat? or <clears throat> maybe. Well, yeah, sexual maturity. In, until old age. <clears throat> sexual maturity, I mean, maybe. I'm, I'm planning on having sex till I die, too. All right. Well, this next one, this is my kind of animal. The rhinoceros. Shit. (laughs) The rhinoceros penis is two feet long. Holy. Ba-bam. Wow. That's exciting. Because that ass, though, you got to get through that. Yeah. You do. Rhino ass. Yeah. They'd be be banging. Oh, my God. (laughs) The majority of giraffes and turkeys are bisexual. Oh, isn't that cool? Turkeys. Yeah, giraffes fuck? and turkeys. Never seen a turkey have sex before. I think maybe the longer the neck. Who knows? <laughs> They're just more versatile. You know, they, can they reach do both have areas. long necks. They do. Oh they, my god! They I bet they can deep throw like a motherfucker. I bet so. Oh. Wow! <laughs> wow! John wants to be a turkey or a giraffe in his next life. Most male birds <laughs> don't have a penis, but rather holes. That pass the sperm to the females. Well, that's just boring. Poor little birds. Yeah. You know what bird does have a penis? What? A duck. Oh, yeah? They have a corkscrew penis, and the female duck has a corkscrew vagina. Wow. In the opposite direction. It's ridiculous. It's kind of cool, though. It's way better than not having a penis. Wow. I mean, if you don't have a penis, are you really a man? No. I guess okay, not. Okay, okay. No. I guess not. Okay. All right. So, okay. The average gorilla weighing 200 pounds has a penis that is two inches long. Oh, sounds like my, Damn. Uh, sounds like my little bitch said the other night and his little dick. 
He was the size of a gorilla, <laughs> but he had a little penis. <laughs> I wonder if it's actually just two inches long, or if, like in humans, your stomach gets too big, it covers it up. You can't see it. Would you like to find that out? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to peel back gorilla stomachs to see if that penis gets bigger. <laughs> my God. All right. That's not my kink. Sorry. This is the last one of my categories. <laughs> I'm ready to move the fuck off. <laughs> okay, next one. A pig's penis is shaped like a corkscrew. Another corkscrew penis. Yes. John, you're not the only one. Well, right. I meant ducks, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got the next one. Oh, this one sounds fun. Yes. Aphrodisiacs. Yeah. John needs that. Horny goat wink. All right. <laughs> Aromas reputed to increase penile blood flow. Licorice, pumpkin pie, lavender, donuts, and chocolate. That explain it. <laughs> That's why cops eat so much donut. Too many donuts. <laughs> Like, I got to get my dick hard tonight. My wife's about to kick me out. Give me that donut. <laughs> no, that donut made it so your stomach makes your dick look like it's two inches long. That's why she's leaving. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yes. Okay. I can't say this word. Can- Canthridin, also known as Spanish fly, has been used for millennia as a sexual stimulant, though it is highly toxic. Interesting. So you take enough of it, you'll be dead, and you won't care about your dick nugget. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Ooh, I've heard of this. Cobra blood is used to increase sexual potency in China, Southeast Asia, and the Philippines. Those guys are freaky. They're drinking snake blood. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Hold on, honey. Let me go get a hit of the snake. (laughs) I mean, if it didn't make that dick hard, at least it didn't turn the girlfriend on. Like, damn, that was hot. Wow. According to archives of general medicine, coffee drinkers have sex more frequently and enjoy it more than non-coffee drinkers. Wow. That's odd. I'm a non-coffee drinker, but I fuck all the damn time. (laughs) I I just read in a recent study that caffeine drinking more than a glass of coffee a day leads to erectile dysfunction. Damn. Makes it harder to get an erection. Whoa. So I don't know how they're having more sex. They must be lesbians. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they need to switch to decaf. Right. Mm, yeah. The Solitary Vice, a book for doctors that came out in 1890s, claimed women who masturbate tend to eat a lot of foods containing mustard and vinegar. Huh. I That's do know my girls who like pickles. Yeah. Her name is Brie. And my sister-in-law, she must masturbate a lot because <laughs> she loves mustard and vinegar things. <laughs> Shit. You know what the funny thing about mustard is it has vinegar in it. Yes, I know. That's why I'm like, ooh, that's ripe. Okay. <laughs> in the Aztec culture, avocados were considered so sexually powerful, virgins were restricted from contact with them. Aww. They couldn't even pick them for virgins. Poor virgins didn't get any avocados. Ooh, here's a good one. You're going to like this. Ooh, yes. My favorite. Backdoor shenanigans. Yeah! (laughs) According to data from 2010, 40% of women between ages of 20 to 24 had tried anal sex. 
I can believe that because about that time I was trying anal sex. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was 20 years before that. We're good. <laughs> 20 years before you were 20? <laughs> 2010. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when between 20 and 24, you said, no, it was 20 years before that time. So you were between zero and four. <laughs> Okay, 2010. Yes, that makes a lot more sense. I'm sorry. Yes, you're I'm sorry. okay. You're okay. I was so confused. I know. It doesn't take much. Uh, I believed you. <laughs> Shut up, John. Twenty-five percent of heterosexual Americans have engaged in anal sex. Where are they getting these numbers? That's a low number. Uh, yeah, that's really low. Hmm. All right. Eight percent of Americans engage in regular anal sex. Oh, oh regular anal sex. Like yes, regular. Often. Yeah. Yes, the anus contracts just as other sexual parts do during orgasmic release. That is entirely true. I've seen it happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> they you say, get men anal orgasms all the time. I do, you? and then once they're getting off with their, you know, stroking their dick, they say, "Oh God, dig it out, dig it out." <laughs> And he goes, whoop. <laughs> and comes out on the floor. Okay. All right. The male prostate is biologically similar to the female G-spot. We knew this. We did know that. You just said that. Yeah. And then last but not least, unlike the vagina, the anus does not provide lubrication, which means all anal play should be accompanied by lube, not just saliva. Good to know. You know, I was watching this A lot of people forum. don't know that, and then they... Yeah. It hurts, and they never do it again. Very true. That's sad, too. Very true. And if it's any type of lube that comes out, it's probably really not the kind of lube you want. But I will say, I was watching this. <laughs> I was watching this porn the other day, and this guy did not use lube. Instead, he was licking his hand, spitting in his hand, spitting in the girl's ass, and all I could think about was, damn. That's not enough lube. And, man, he fucking plows his hand to her vagina. And she's a young girl. Man, she's taking it like a champ. And he's got a big old hand and big old arm. And he's just mm, 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 plowing it in there. I was like, holy shit. No fucking lube on that. Damn. So that's my take on that, John. Hopefully, behind the scenes, they put some lube on before they started filming. Well, you know, this was an actual... Amateur porn. They were doing it in a motel. Oh, there was no behind the scenes. No, there oh was God. no behind the scenes. It was... I bet she was crying the next day. She looked very uncomfortable, but she enjoyed it. You know, it's not like she was there unwilling. Yeah, she pretended to enjoy it, I'm sure. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she liked it. Maybe she was used to the stretching. I don't know. Maybe. You never know. I'm sorry. If you're used to that much stressing, it's hard to believe that you, when you need to take a shit, you could hold it back. Like, well... It's just going to come out when it feels like it. I don't know. I don't know. But that wasn't her vagina. We're not talking about her asshole. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I was just talking earlier. Well, you, you said he had a big old arm. I thought I thought you may stick his old arm in there. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Shit. Yes. I know. We were talking about anal. I should not have even gone into that story. Yeah. But I was thinking. What's just, wrong with you? I don't know. God bless. <laughs> Six days to the damn party. You all don't know the stress I have. Oh, baby, are you stressed out? <laughs> no, I'm not. Shut up, John. I'm going to spit on you. Next one. <laughs> Next one's appropriate for you. I was you. going to get one of your slave boys, but now you threatened me. Uh-huh. With a good time, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tua. All right. Bang and slang. Yeah. The expression, get laid, supposedly, has its roots in Everly, Bordello, in 1900 Chicago. I'm going to get 
ever laid tonight. Hmm. Hmm. That's Interesting. Weird. Yeah. I could have gone my whole life and not known that and been okay. Oh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> it was based on a bordello in the 1900s. Right yeah. on. All right, cool. The word fuck is actually an acronym. Huh. Yeah. It dates back to the good old days when England was severely underpopulated due to usual combination of fire, war, and plague. The king issued an official order to, well, fuck to replenish the population. Hence the phrase, fornicate under command of the king, passed into everyday language. Wow. Now, that was an interesting fact. That was. I feel like that's completely made up, but that was a good story. That was a fabulous story. The king ordered the people to fuck. Fornicate under command of the king. Wow. That is an odd. You know what? What? King James Version of the Bible also tells people to go forth and repopulate the earth, which is basically go fuck. Yeah. Very true. Just saying. The king did. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> John's so serious. Oh, we're done. No. Yeah, that was, you're done that's all your the bang and slang. Now, the next one is breast wishes. Oh, mm. I love breasts. Yes, you do. About 50% of women have one breast that's larger than the other. I didn't know that. Yes, you did. Most you? people are slightly larger, but I've, I've met women, I've dated women that have a substantial difference. Yeah. yeah. And they're really self conscious. And I'm just like, huh. I got, now I got a big one and a little one. I got bets of both worlds. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. The average nipple height is four centimeters, four centimeters above the size of a ladybug. About the size of a ladybug. The average huh. nipple height. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Show, show so they stick show. out about the size of a ladybug. Yeah. 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 I like when they stick out. <laughs> <laughs> Research shows that some women's breasts swell during arousal and can actually increase in size during sex. I did know that. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so we did know that, didn't we? According to a U.S. market research firm, the most popular American bra size is currently a 36C, up from in 1991 when it was only a 34B. Hmm. I blame the hormones and the chicken. Yes. The first screen star to use her breasts to harness erotic attention was Jean Harlow who would rub her nipples with ice before press conferences. That dirty whore. That dirty whore. That's awesome. That is amazing. Jean Harlow, we should get a picture of her in the dungeon. I agree. If it were painless, safe, and free, most heterosexual men, 55%, would urge their female partners to get breast implants. Wow. Hmm. You know, I've had people ask me that before, and I've had partners say they wanted to get them and my answer is always it's always been i'm i don't have an opinion yeah because it's the minute i say yeah i want you to do that then it feels like they're doing it for me yeah or the minute i say no i don't want you to do that then they're not doing it for me and that choice is 100 percent up to them gotcha. if they're doing it for themselves and it makes them feel better i'm all for it if you're doing it for somebody else don't fucking do it Gotcha. Because okay. you're not going to be happy. And I do that with a lot of things. I'll ask me something and I'll, I won't give them my opinion. After the fact, after they make the decision, I'll tell them, oh, yeah, I really thought that that would be, that would be hot. Or, no, I don't think so. I, I went and I went out with a girl and she got her nipples pierced. And I didn't tell her one way or the other. But once she got them pierced, I told her, yeah, <laughs> that was fucking hot. I'm, I'm glad you did that. But I wasn't going to tell her because it wasn't my choice. So, yeah. But normally... 
you know, I'd rather have a nice set of natural breasts. But if it makes her feel better and brings up her self-confidence, that's sexy as hell too. Absolutely. All right, the next one. It's possible to have multiple nipples, just like John. It's estimated... It's estimated that one in 18 people have supernumerary nipples, including Mark Wahlberg. Look at Mark. <gasps> He's got those good vibrations. That's why. <laughs> Love you, Mark. I know. I knew that was a thing, and I've even known people that have extra nipples. Yeah. Ooh, look at me. Burning sensations. Let's talk about some fire. Right? Oh. Okay, this is not where I was. Okay, here we go. Old Joe is an ancient slang for syphilis. I'm thinking burning desires. I'm talking about fire play. They're talking about your dick burning. Okay. <laughs> right. Morning dew is slang for gonorrhea. Wow. Because of differences in anatomy, women are more susceptible to STTs than men. That sucks. Yeah, it's true. Not for me. It sucks for, you know, you. <laughs> of course, yes. Because we open ourselves to douchebags. Okay, next one. Chlamydia <laughs> is most frequently reported in koalas. I mean, no. <laughs> Chlamydia is most frequently reported bacterial, sexually transmitted infection in the United States. Here's a scary one. We were just talking about this the other day. More than one out of six... People aged 14 to 49 years of age have genital herpes. Horrible. That's a huge number. That's, yeah, that sucks. That's, That's scary, really sucks. too. It makes you afraid to go out and have a relationship with somebody new. That's very true. Men who have sex with men account for the highest rates of syphilis. Yep, I knew that. In 2017, oh, here we go, Florida. Here we go. In 2017, Florida had the highest number of HIV diagnoses in the U.S., followed by California and Texas. Yeah, I knew that, too. And, you know, there's a town. I can't remember the name of it. It's in central Florida. The Village. The Village. I knew when I lived down there, I knew people that lived there. So the retirement village is what yeah. it is. Yeah, it's elderly people. Yeah, and they're all down there fucking the shit out of each other. Yeah. And it has the highest rate of STDs in the country. Yes. That one little town. Good job, Florida. <laughs> Oh, Keep fucking grandma. Another notch on the belt for Florida. Right? <laughs> Some STIs can also be transmitted by using sex toys. Use condoms when sharing toys and change the condom for each person. We knew that. We do that. Yeah, we do, we do that, that in the dungeon with... all the time. Absolutely. Those most likely to have unsafe sex without asking about their partner's sexual history are the Swedes. 64% don't even ask. Followed by the Japanese, Norwegians, and South Africans. All 58% each. The U.S. falls in at 47%. So about half of the people out there are not even asking if their partner has a disease, let alone put, using any type of protection. Wow. Okay. Wow. Oh, we're dumb. We're some dumb folks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who is practicing safe sex? People in India, 20% of people practice safe sex. Wow. Vietnam, 24%, and Spain, 26%. Wow, we are a dumb planet. Wow, okay. <laughs> having oral sex doesn't mean you're playing it safe. In fact, having unprotected oral sex puts you at especially high risk for gonorrhea, syphilis, herpes, and hepatitis B. Correct, it does. So you're still going to get the same shit. Yes. And you tell people all the time, especially your friends, even if you give them a blowjob, put a fucking condom on. Yes, I do. 
I should listen to you. Yes, I really should. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you this all the time. Like, damn it, John. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Chlamydia is the most common bacterial SDI with 89 million infected people, according to the World Health Organization. Chlamydia is most commonly in sexually active teens, age 14 to 19. Yeah. Which is scary. Because it is very scary. If there's 89 million people and they're all younger than 20, you know, eventually those that five-year gap grows up. So there's people that are older than them passing it back down to the youngers. Absolutely. What the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's not a fun thing. 14-year-olds should not be having sexually transmitted diseases. I'm not saying that they're not experimenting and having fun and trying things. They shouldn't have to worry about what's a fucking adult gave them. Yeah, absolutely. That that just, I'm sorry, that, that gets under my skin a little. Syphilis was known as the French disease in Italy and the English disease in France. Well, wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. So thanks for joining us today. We didn't, we didn't make it through the list. There was a lot. We were having too much fun. But we're going to continue later. Until the next time, make all of your fucked up, freaky, sexual trivia fantasies become realities. <laughs>